0: My name is Randy Howell, and you're listening to the Faith and Fishing Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Faith and Fishing Podcast. I'm Cam.
2: And I'm Robert. And every episode, we're bringing you faith stories and fishing memories from some amazing members of the fishing community.
1: So join us as we shed a positive light on all things faith and fishing. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Faith and Fishing podcast. I'm Cam.
3: Hey, and I'm Robert.
1: And uh, this is the last episode of season four of the Faith and Fishing podcast. We thank you so much for for tuning in and for for making this a successful year. Um, I am kind of looking at our at our analytics right now, and um, you know, just on the podcast side, we're we're hit, getting ready to hit uh, ten thousand total total downloads and uh we are um we're at probably getting close to 1200 on on YouTube so we're we're over that 10,000 uh, actually getting ready to hit that 12,000 listen mark <clears throat> so we really thank y'all for helping out with that this year alone um we we eclipsed last year's total uh listens back in uh September. So um thank y'all for continuing to make this a successful podcast and just kinda uh keeping keep things growing. Um, you know, if you love this podcast, one way that you can really support us is share it. Um, you know it, if you have somebody else who who loves podcasts and say hey I, I like to listen to this podcast, maybe you will too um, That's how I found a lot of the podcasts that that I listen to now and um, so be sure to to share us um, and uh, and also you know if there's any um, if there's any podcast that you love to listen to, one of the best ways to support that podcast is to use the links and the, the promo codes that they give you. Um, whether, uh, whether I know you may be, you may be saying, you know, it's a small business. I want to support them. I don't want to want them to discount anything. Um, But uh, that is how they keep track of of the people that we send to them. So um, no matter what podcast it is, make sure that you're using those um, those sponsor links. And speaking of sponsors, let's uh, let's thank ours real quick. Uh, Just kind of thank thank them for making this a successful year for us. You know, Save Your Outdoors, Uh, Jage Jigs, Omnia Fishing, Atollus, Mr. B. Lure Company and Get Outdoors Pedal and Paddle. Um, most of those guys will be coming back with us next year so um, and some of them will be stepping up a little bit further we've already talked about Omnia and how they've stepped it up and uh, they've given you a promo code that you can use beyond your first uh, your first uh, use so if it's the first time you've ever ordered from Omnia use FNF15 for 15% off after that use FNF10 and it'll get you 10% off Um, and you know we talked last last week about the the uh, the Black Friday deals that everybody's running. So, um, you know, Jay's Jigs has that secret one. Get Outdoors is doing their, um, uh, their end of season all month long. Um, I mean, up to 40% off of some kayak models and, and accessories. So, um most of them are in that that ten to forty percent off range. So I mean definitely worth uh checking out. Uh there. Omnia had the the list. I'm gonna pull it up real quick and see uh if there's I know there's there's something that will be um there is something that will be um relevant to y'all. Um most of them have passed the ones that he sent out but um so the um i'm going to look at the dates here to make sure so on the day that this comes out um the Daiwa omnia co-branded promotion so uh, if you purchase a Daiwa tatula sv reel, um you will receive a co-branded carhartt hoodie and then if you put purchase a zillion uh, you will get a co-branded Zim CX hoodie, and then um, there is a to-be-determined discount on Mustang Survival, um, uh, MAP uh, stuff. So uh, that's going to be through the 27th of November. So uh, be sure to go over to OmniaFishing.com. and some of these uh, some of these things may need. Um, um may need a discount code. You can get that at OmniaFishing.com slash deals. And uh, they will also have some more Black Friday Cyber Monday stuff coming out. So be sure to keep an eye on that deals page. Um and then Save dot com. Uh they uh they're gonna be doing that fifteen percent off. So um yeah. Uh Robert, what am I missing?
3: Uh nothing. Just uh you guys keep checking the the Omnia App, if you haven't downloaded that yet, they're adding stuff to that. It's going to uh, have a ton of features on there. Uh, water temperatures, you always have the anglers and their reports on your local lakes. Um, so if you don't, if you haven't downloaded that Omnia app, you can also uh, shop from the app. Uh, so i pull it up quite frequently to look at the different lakes and see especially if it's a tournament lake that i don't fish as much to try to get some kind of gauge of at least a couple baits to start with
1: uh wherever i'm going so check out that omnia app and really that's it uh, yeah absolutely and with Premier, uh what is it Premier pro um from omnia fishing you'll be able to see Uh, Not only the water temperatures, but the um, soon they'll have Navionics up there. They'll have weather radar up there. Um, I mean, everything you need in one app for fishing, um, including, you know, you run out of baits on the water. Go ahead and place your order while you're on the water and you don't have to wait until you get home. Um, But, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and let's. uh, Let's let's run a couple of sponsor uh, sponsor things, and then we will uh, we'll get our guest introduced.
0: A
2: huge selection and crazy fast shipping is already enough to turn heads as an online tackle shop. But Omnia Fishing sets themselves apart with their ambassador program. With Omnia, you can send in fishing reports for your local lakes that recommend baits, structure, tactics, and gear. And when another angler takes your advice and purchases something from your report, you get credit for it to spend at Omnia. The best part means that with Omnia Fishing, you can shop by lake and purchase baits and gear that are proven to work where you're fishing. To get started, go to OmniaFishing.com and use promo code FNF15 to save 15% on your first order.
1: If a fly rod is your weapon of choice, check out Atolus. Their fly caddy is the most convenient way to get your favorite flies to the water or just keep them handy by clipping it to your hat, truck visor, backpack, rod case, or just whatever. You can also bundle it up with flies from independent fly tires that Atolus has teamed up with through their Flylight project. Choose from bundles specializing in redfish, carp, saltwater, or freshwater. Head over to co. that's A-T-O-L-L-A-S dot C-O, to get your fly caddy today and use promo code Fish 15 to save 15% on your order. That's FAITH, the letter N, FISH, the number 1-5 at checkout for 15% off. All right, so... Uh... By the time you're listening to this, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. Um, on the Alex Rudd Fishing Podcast, uh, they were talking about uh, positivity in the fishing industry. They took some of the uh, the hot topics right now that everybody seems to be complaining about, and found the uh, the positive side of it. And uh, you know, he had like a, a lot to say about positivity, and I was like, you know, we've been trying to make positivity part of our brand. Um, so what better way to um, to kind of close this season out than to bring him on and and talk about let's let's find the positive in life and in fishing and in um, all different kinds of situations. So, um, oh, I got to switch the that. there we go. All right. um, welcome back, man. How's it going, brother?
0: Dude, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to be here. I was actually looking at the Omnia uh, website. I was reading this guy's fishing report about Loudon, and on 1190, said he caught 40 plus fish. I don't know if they were using dynamite or live bait or what, but I don't know how he caught 40 plus fish. But I gotta, I gotta find this old Joe Wheelon we- guy and and I guess like crack his knees and ask him what he was really doing. It says a spinner bait. Joe, got- if
3: you're listening. If you're listening, Joe, send Alex a message and let him know <laughs> what was going on.
0: Yeah, I mean oh well he's a guide too. So maybe, I don't know, maybe he's on some stuff I wasn't, but I mean <laughs> let me tell you something, boys. I went out on four loud today. I caught I caught one about fourteen inches and then one so small that I don't think it'll measured. So that's how my practice went today. But it's still a great day to be alive, a great day to be out here. But now I was just I was perusing, but I'm good, man. I'm I'm glad to be here. You guys know I I love a good old-fashioned podcast and I love your guys' podcasts and so I'm I'm happy to be here with you and happy to be doing this.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, if anybody missed last time or they they are not sure who you are, go ahead give us the quick rundown on who Alex Rudd is.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm Alex Rudd, um, and I'm a fishing addict. Um, yeah, no. So my name is Alex Rudd. I own hi, Alex. Op- yeah. <laughs> hi, Alex. Yeah, hi, Alex. I'm I'm Alex Rudd. I own and operate Alex Rudd Fishing YouTube channel, podcast, and all the other social media stuff that goes with it. Um, started my YouTube channel probably. God, going on 10 years ago now and uh, at first it was just a hobby hobby turned into a passion passion turned into a business and now I've been in content creation and digital content creation for going on this will be my third year coming up now and uh, business is good and business is booming and I absolutely loving it and I get to get up every single day and do what I love which is go bass fishing and make fishing videos about it and make podcasts about it and do stuff like this with you guys so that's me.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's, let's, let's dive right into it. I know, I know all three of us are, whenever we get going, we can, we can talk for a while. Mm-hmm. So I want to give us plenty of time to to, to talk about this. But uh, so positivity, looking for the positive in stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know uh, what it is that Alex Rudd is looking for whenever he is trying to find positive in the the negative situations. Like for instance, if you're ready to fillet part of your own arm off because it's covered in poison ivy.
0: Oh buddy. Where buddy.
1: are you finding the positive? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, that's 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 a great question and it's different every day, man. You know what I mean? And so to give a little kind of backstory of where I'm at, in my mental health journey, I actually just put out a video tonight about this. And where I'm at in my mental health journey is my dad passed away on May 18th of this year from a, a two-year battle with colon cancer. And so my dad was one of my best friends in the whole entire world. He was my fishing partner. He was my go-to for everything. I mean, my dad was Mr. Fix-It-All. You know what I mean? And and so, you know, he was, he was just one of the most important humans in my life. You know, I mean, it, it literally went... My wife, my mom, and my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like those were my those are my humans in this world. And, then, and obviously my sister, but like those are my humans in this world. And so I I am in a point right now with that I get up every day and I'm sad. And it sucks. And I miss him immensely. There's a deep dark sadness and melancholy in me that I, I don't know if I'll ever get rid of. But That being said, every day I have to get up and I have to honor his legacy and I have to honor who he was and I have to honor the man that he taught me to be. And the man that he taught me to be was not to sit and wallow in my own sadness, but to get up and to find positivity in every single day. And some days it's simple things it's i gotta let the dog out you know and, and bobby being bobby and he's a little turd you know just watching him run around and bark like an idiot it makes me happy you know what i mean some days it's just being with my wife you know some days it's going fishing other days it's simply just rolling over and taking an account of what i've got going for me you know being able to just go okay i did that you know like the Lord put breath in my lungs and there's there's air that was able to come in and go out. My heart's beating in my chest. So let's get up and do something with that. Um, so that's kind of, you know, I, I mean, it's it's different for everybody, but that's where I'm at in my trying to find positivity. You know what I mean? And that's what's really kind of driven me to start creating the content that I have about positivity is just because I know Right now, in the world in which we live, and this is a very elongated answer to the question that you asked me, but in the world in which we live, there's like a a barrage of negative crap all the time. It's the news, it's social media, it's your own neighbors. You know what I mean? It's like everything. It's like seems like, you know, hey Bill, how you doing? Well, I mean, hell, it could be better. And it's like, well, Bill, you're alive, dude. Like it, like it, it could actually be way worse. (laughs) You know what I mean? But in that you've got to find those positive things. You know what I mean? And it's hard some days for me. Like I, I want everybody to know that it's like, I'm not, I'm not preaching out here that I'm Mr. Perfect. Cause I can promise you, I am far from that. But what I do do, uh, that's funny is I try to get up every single morning and I, and I, and like stuff like that. It's just funny. Like be positive in that. You know what I mean? Like, like God gave us humor, laugh about things and find funny things and just enjoy the day and, and what it is. And, and just, that's that's how I do it, man. It's just it's finding little things in every single day, just one at least one, at least one.
1: Absolutely. So, I uh, I will say, for for a lot of people, you know, they are they are struggling with with something. Yep. Um, some people are like you were talking about. They're they're the they're the negative because they've always been negative, and that's that's who they if they would just look for the positive, they'd find it. Um, You know, the, like sometimes it's as, it's as simple as, as changing your, your language, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of saying, instead of saying, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Say, I'm doing good. Yeah. Because one of those things is a negative way to look at it. One of them is a positive way to look at it. And you know, that it's like, it's like the, the candy bowl on Halloween night. Yeah. You know there's three kinds of kids. There's the one kid who they cut, they run up, they grab something, they don't even look, they grab something, they throw it in their bag and they run to the next house and they are just excited to be there. Yeah. Then there's the kid that they they get there and they look and they look at the first through first few things on top and they say, "Oh, they don't have anything good." And they sit there and they grab it and they and they complain the whole way back down the to the street. And then there's <laughs> the other kid that they have, they have that one thing they're looking for and they're going, they're not going to stop until they find it. Yeah. And uh, so my my coworker had this video from his ring, uh, his his ring doorbell yeah. uh, from this past Halloween. The kid came up and he, he dug through and he said, Oh man, <laughs> yes. And he reached down and he grabbed something. He said, they got the peanut MMs. <laughs> and he starts he starts hooting and hollering and like you can hear him going all the way down the street. They got the peanut MMs. That's the awesome. peanut MMs.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, no, you're right. Like about like words, what words do you use? What words do you choose to use? You know, your words carry a lot of weight, a lot more weight than than I think a lot of people think you think they do. I mean, even if even if you don't have an influence, you know, you're not on a podcast, whatever, then just the words that you say out loud, the words you say to yourself, you know, I I saw something the other day. I was either I was listening to a podcast or I was reading something they were talking about literally how your own internal dialogue can alter your brain chemicals and so you know your brain's made up of a bunch of different chemicals and hormones that give us the emotions and you know happiness sadness whatever those. so serotonin is the happy it's the happy chemical well serotonin is what you know essentially gives us a good mood puts us in a good mood well they said using negative language and using a negative tone even they said like Even saying positive things in a negative tone, you know, like this is a great day to be alive, like saying things like that can drop your serotonin levels. And so like they were showing significant increases in people who are suffering from certain kind of mental illnesses just by speaking in a more positive manner in everything that they did. And it's not even they didn't even have to find a positive. They literally just spoke about themselves and to themselves and to other people in a positive manner. And it started to change the literal biochemistry of their brain and how their brain worked. And so you're 100 percent correct, man. Like saying things in a positive way is huge.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we're working on right now as parents is uh, bedtime. Yeah. And therefore, a while, you know, bedtime was very much a struggle. Yeah. Um, and we still have we still have difficult nights. I mean, he's two. Yeah. There are going to be difficult nights. Um, tunes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but we uh, we started on. Uh, Getting some uh taking some classes and and seminars and stuff on, on different bedtime routines and things. And uh, you know, one of the things that uh, one of the one of the coaches we started listening to right?
0: No, I'm just I said Benadryl, right? I said no, <laughs> no we, haven't,
1: we haven't tried that yet. Um, that is but, a
0: joke, ladies and gentlemen. Just like, that's a joke. Okay, go ahead, Cam. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I will say we we're terrified to try it because I, I am one of those that been a drill like wires like oh yeah like, it's That's like an awesome, energy drink yeah. to me yeah, so yeah. um we're, we're scared to try it with it with Henry but um the only time he's ever had it was the first time he got stung by something but yeah. um but anyways uh one of the things there there's a few things but one of the things is like whenever we talk about bedtime you know if we if we say you know Henry's having a hard time with bedtime
0: Mm
1: -hmm. bedtime is difficult for Henry, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You know, he hears that and he, he, um, you know, internalizes that. But whenever we're whenever we say, you know, right now bedtime is, is, uh, we're we're learning bedtime and we are going to get better at bedtime. Whenever we start building it up like that, Mm uh, you know, he believes that he can get through it. And one of the other things that we've started doing is, uh, a mantra and this is one of the things that really started turning things around for us, you know, uh, saying daddy is near, Henry is safe and Henry's bed is cozy and have him repeat that. And that made such a huge difference for us. It, it was funny. Um, I, so the the coach is like, yeah, you, you use, you know, like daddy is near, Henry is safe and my bed is cozy and have him repeat that. So I was like, all right, repeat repeat after me you know and daddy is near he'd say daddy is near I'd say henry is safe I'd say henry is safe my bed is cozy daddy's bed is cozy
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: your bed is cozy <laughs>
0: that's All right, so
3: the next time i go out on the kayak i'm going to be the bass are near yeah the bass are going to bite yes and i'm going to catch them that's
0: right, there you that's go. right. i like that that's right
1: heck yeah, yeah. heck yeah, yeah.
0: I, I mean, dude, I do stuff like that. I'm like, there's times like I know how to catch fish. I've been here before. <laughs> I can do it again. Like let's hammer down boys. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, you know, you got to build your own self up sometimes. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, that's what's amazing about it. I love kids. I love kids in the because I used to be an educator. as an elementary school educator. I love children's psychology. It was one of my favorite things when I took, you know, when I went to college children's psychology and child psychology was my favorite. And it's amazing, like a kid, even at two years old, how much they can rationalize, understand, and then like then put back out you know what I mean, like a lot of people look at their two year old and they just see their two year old their little baby you know it's the baby no it's not just a baby that's a that is a little human there with a little brain that is literally growing seventy percent a day, like a day his brain grows seventy more percent and seventy it's a compounding effect on top of itself, you know I think I read one time that, you know, between like two and five, a kid's brain grows like 7000 percent or something like that. And so it's like there's so much going on in that little mind of his. And it just shows you that he is a little human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's your baby and yeah, he's your little boy, but he's a little human too. that's learning how to be human. He's coming into (laughs) consciousness like he's literally acquiring consciousness and he's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like. I'm safe. My bed is cozy, but I want to go in dad's bed. Like, let me see how I can, let me see how I can manipulate this man that I love so much. Like, this is my dad, but let me see if I can manipulate him to get into his bed. Like his little brain's amazing. You know what I mean? So no, that's cool, man. That's so cool.
1: Oh, and he's good
0: at it. The, I need you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, playing him heartstrings, buddy. I mean, he gets that violin out and it starts. wee. Oh yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, so, you know, and it's like, like going back to like, like high school sports and stuff, how much better did you play like whenever, whenever you had like a really good like hype man or, or like a, like a, like a coach that really hyped you up right before the game? Oh, yeah. And like, got you, got you comfortable, got you, got you yeah. loose versus the, like, you're going in and the only thing the coach tells you is how important this game is.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I still get hot Like, I, I got music. Music gets me hot You know, people's motivation gets me. I'm that guy, like, I will listen to David Goggins on the way to the lake, you know, get hard. Like, I mean, it's like, you know, I love that because I really, I mean, it's that, dude. You know, what does that do to you? Like, you know, if, if you can't listen to that and it doesn't get you hopped up, there's something broken in this. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I, yeah, dude, you're, you're so correct in that. And like my thing's music. Like I love music. Um, I'm a metal head, though. So like, you know, I like some stuff that probably scare most people. I pulled up to some <laughs> boat ramps and intimidated some people before because when all of this jumps out of a truck, beard and all, and it's just like, <laughs> you know, people are like, OK, well, he's. Yeah, this guy's lost his mind. Um, but. But it gets me hype. Like that's my hype music. Like it, It's that dump of serotonin, that dump of dopamine that I need to get going and, and to be hype and be ready for the day. And it, again, a positivity. You know what I mean? If you have music that you love, that's your positivity. There's a reason that why UFC fighters, before they go lock themselves in a cage and try to kill the guy across from them with their fist and their feet and their knees and their elbows, they have a walkout song. You know, because it's that hype that they need to get in that zone to go out there and do violence against other humans, which is a weird concept, but it's sports, so it is what it is, you know, but it's crazy.
1: Robert, I'm gonna give you a chance. i I kind of. I've been, I've been doing a lot of taking over podcasts Uh, here lately. No, you're, you're fine. uh,
3: Uh, I I was going to direct it into like, what are you planning on fishing next year? I know you fish a lot of your local stuff. Mm -hmm. I know last year you dabbled in um, some Hobie BOS stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you and Bailey are tight. I'm sure he's fishing some different stuff. And Mm -hmm. I know you've been making a lot of Creek and river videos lately. So you're going to mix all that together. You're going to, concentrate on one thing or the other or have you kind of got that planned out or what's your outlook for 2024
0: yeah, i did yeah it's a great question it's gonna pull the hand gonna pull the pin on the hand grenade and probably just toss it like i always do but no i you know I, I i like the there's some stuff on hobie i like there's some stuff on bass i like you know drew's got his new kayak adventure series going um and he's want me to be a part of that and we actually have to have a discussion about that tomorrow and what that's going to look like for me to be a part of that. I got some um, secret stuff that I can't talk to you guys about yet going on with the X2 that's going to be thrown in there um, and, and pure fishing as well. And so that's a great question. Like, I yes, I'm going to try to do everything. I mean, you know, that's kind of the the, uh, the greatest part of my job is that I have the time to make those decisions to kind of figure out what does my schedule want to look like, you know, and So, yeah, I mean, obviously going to extend more into river and creek fishing stuff. I mean, I've got into that for the past couple of years. I've been loving that. Spent a lot of time with John and Josh. I mean, we're literally fishing once a week with each other if we can. And I think that that's good not only for us, for our brands, but this also that's friendship. You know what I mean? There's a good, positive humans to be around. Um, and then as far as like the tournament scene, fishing the local trail did the first tournament of the year, a couple of weeks ago, absolutely sucked it up. So that is what that is. Take that one on the channel and we go on to the next one. I got one Saturday with the local trail. And then, like I said, Hobie BASS, there's a couple in there that I like. And then I've also got, um, I'll be working with somebody new on the kayak side of things this year as well, so that's coming up. All that's going to be twenty-four. You know, we're gonna to have to, you know, like I gotta to wait to announce it, build the hype up. You know, I could tell people, but like I like to build the hype up. I gotta be my own hype man in that situation. You know, I don't got a, I don't got like a marketing team behind me, so I am my marketing team. So I build my own hype around those things. But yeah, dude, twenty-four is gonna be. It's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a fun year. Um, just all the conversations I'm having, all the all the opportunities that are on the horizon. It's going to be a lot, but it's going to be a fun, a lot of stuff. So that's, that's all that matters.
1: Awesome. Oh, sweet. And so kind of diving into tournament fishing a little yep. bit. So you're out on a tournament and you know, you've, you've hyped yourself up and you were ready for this tournament and uh, the fish do not cooperate mm. All right, so you have paid. Let's say you've paid one hundred and fifty dollars to participate in this tournament, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you are you've you've driven you know <laughs> you've you've driven eight hours to get to this late. You slept in your truck last night, and and here you are. You're you're looking at the leaderboard, and you know you're sitting in you know hundred and hundred and thirteenth place. And you've got one fish on the board, and you, you you're looking. You got 30 minutes left in the tournament. Let's talk about finding the positivity in that situation, right there.
0: <laughs> I'll do you one better. I drove 12 hours away from the house up to New York. I get to my camping spot. There is no power, no water at the camping spot that's supposed to have power and water. It's two day two day Hobie Bos open on Cayuga Lake. So what I do is my my very positive. Uh, and at this point was not very positive. My very positive self went to the local Hampton. I got me a room that was way too expensive because dad Jim, and it's New York and everything's too dad Jim expensive. That was my first positive. I was like, I'm not sleeping. I'm not roughing it. If we're going to be here, I'm. we're sleeping in a nice bed and I'm getting breakfast in the morning. <laughs> so, that was my first positive. First day of the tournament, I show up. Well, actually I went to practice and uh, I found them boys. Like, I mean, I found them. like I'm talking, two cast and within those two casts, I had 40 inches and two fish. That kind of find them. I I, I called Bailey and said, dude, I'm on them. I'm on them. So we go back that night, Bailey. I tell Bailey where I'm fishing. He goes, dude, he goes, I'm just going to warn you. That place will burn you. He said, I know they're there. He said, it's like Jurassic Park. He said, but it will burn you. And I was like, okay, okay. He's like, I still got to try. I show up in the morning. I'm the only person at the boat ramp. I get there. It burns me. Zero the first day of the Hobie BOS Open. Let me tell you where I found positivity in that. I'm in New York. It is June. The water is 65 degrees, and there's a lake about five miles down the road, and they're eating a jig and a frog like you ain't never seen before. I trashed the tournament and went fun fishing <laughs> and just had a good time. I mean, yeah, I took a $250, you know, kick right on the on the tournament entry fee. I paid like a thousand bucks for three nights in a Hampton Inn in in Seneca, New York, but I was in New York. I was alive. I was breathing. I had the just the pure enjoyment of being able to go catch fish somewhere else, and that's what I did. You know, and I mean, like, that's the thing is I got up there, and I'll, I'll be honest, and Bethany can tell you this too. I was mad as a wet setting him, buddy. Like, I was mad as could be, pissed off at the world, did not want to do anything. I was just not having a good few days and if anything the trip up there was a little bit of a manic decision just because i needed to get out of tennessee and this is literally two months after dad died and i just was i was a little bit manic i just needed to move go do something i loaded up i spent freaking twenty eight hundred dollars in like four and a half days but you know i did it because looking back on it now time spent with bailey time spent on the water time spent with new friends that I didn't know that I would ever get to meet, and I only got to meet because I went there, and just that whole experience was an overall positive that helped me on my journey to move forward. You know what I mean? And I, I know that's a kind of a weird, kind of obscure answer, and there's, there's probably people going, "Dude, I don't got twenty eight hundred dollars to spend, neither did I." But it's just one of those things. It's like, I like in that situation that you laid out, you got to just look at everything as. Where is that positive? You know, my positive was I was alive and there was fish to be caught and I lived and I went and caught fish and it was great.
1: <laughs> so you said you, you said, you know, you were you were in a bad place. You were pissed off at the world. You were just having a, a really rough time. Yep. What was the turning point that got you from that to, hey, there there's a lake right over here. I'm going to go have fun. And
0: this is the positive that that we're focusing on. You know that's a good question. Um, I was sitting in my in the hotel room and kind of rehashing the day where I had zeroed, and I was watching the sunset in New York. You ever realize New York's like really flat, especially like northwest New York. You know, it's you know like Adirondacks, not the mountains, but like the kind of Finger Lakes area. It's really flat, so the you know the sunsets are beautiful. And I was sitting there, and as I'm taking stock in the day and what went on and kind of everything, like, I don't know, I, you know, and I'd already decided I'm going to this other lake. I'm going to go catch fish because I want to have fun. I just want to have fun. I mean, I spent a whole practice day just fun fishing as well, too, so there's there's that. But there was this moment in my mind where, like, and, I, and I've done this a few times where I can hear my dad's voice. It's weird, y'all. It's the weirdest thing in the whole entire world. And he he was just like, you know, I could hear him say like, what are you doing, sissy? It's like, get up. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll do that. You know what I mean? And it was like, there was just something about that moment, seeing that sunset, being there in my own, you know, kind of sitting with myself, taking stock. And like, you know, I would, there would be like in my brain, a, a positive and a negative. And it's like, I would have to weigh them. And it's like, well, the positive always outweighs the negative. I'm in New York and the fish are biting. There's a lake down the road. They're biting jigs and frogs. You know what I mean? I'm alive. <laughs> I'm sleeping in a nice clean bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're not sleeping on the hard ground in a tent with no power and water. You know, and it's like and it's like my dad, I could hear my dad's voice just be like, hey, come on, sissy, get up. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Like, it's like, you go. And it's like, that was my turning point. You know what I mean? And I- I've done that a lot in the past few months, I was just fishing the state championship on Tim's Ford. I did not want to be there. I made the team. It was more of an obligation to go there than it was to actually the want to go there. I'll be totally honest with you guys. Like just not many times in my life where I don't want to go fishing. This is just one of those things is three hours away from the house. I want to be home with my wife in bed. I don't want to be here. Like kind of, do. I don't want to be in an Airbnb with a bunch of stinky guys. Um, and so I get there and I show up to the lake and I'm just like I don't want to do this, and this is not a joke. It's like I could. It's like he was standing off in the woods, and he goes, "Hey, if it was me, I'd throw a shad wrap." And I go, "Okay." I tie on a shad wrap, five casts. I catch an 18 and a half inch smallmouth, my first fish of the day. Catch my entire limit on a shad wrap. I don't know what that is, y'all. I don't. I just know it happens, and it's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like. Those th- that was my turning point, though, to answer your question, it was just that moment where I'm like sitting with myself, taking stock about the whole situation. And like I try to work on introspectiveness a lot and I try to work on self-control and empathy a lot. And I have to work on it because I am not I'm not an empathetic person, nor do I have a ton of self-control and nor am I a very nice person if I don't work on it. And, and I said this in the video that I put out, I, I can be an asshole. Sorry, it's just the way that is. it is, not immense mince words. I mean, yeah, but I can be. And I was for a long time, you know, in my late teens and my early 20s until Bethany came along and, you know, my faith journey changed and I started to realize just how much it meant to the world and it meant to God and it meant to me to just find the ways not to be that way anymore. And I work on it every day. But the matter of the fact is I work on it. And so... Yeah, that's a long way around the question you just answered, but that's that's kinda it. Yeah,
1: that's it it's uncanny how similar that story is to my story in terms of, you know, just not being a pleasant person and being quite a bit of a jerk and mm-hmm. and uh you know uh having to work on it every day to to do that, but uh you you mentioned you know adding your wife into the mix was a big was a big uh, big part of that for you. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about you know f- finding positivity. One thing you got to do is just look for it.
0: Mm.
1: Another big part for me is surround yourself with positive people.
0: Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah. Um.
1: So you know I I say all the time you know surround yourself with people that you trust and that are good at the things that you're bad at. If you're bad at positivity, Mm -hmm. surround yourself with positive people.
0: Bro, let me tell you something. Amen. Because Bethany, my wife, is my exact opposite. She's sweet. She's kind. She's empathetic. She's calm. She's reserved. She is non-confrontational. I am. Let me cut your legs off first, and then we'll sew them back on once we figure it all out. She's not that way. (laughs) My, My buddy Ben, one of my best friends in the whole entire world, Mr. Ben Nowak. He's the exact opposite of me. He's calm. He's sweet. He's empathetic. He's analytical. He is a person that I can go to with an idea, and he can poke holes all in it, but then help me reconstruct it. My friend Bailey, Mr. Agbret, one of my best friends of the whole entire world, same thing. He's the exact opposite of me. Bethany, all the time she makes me. she goes, how do you have such nice friends? She said, because you're not nice at all. And I'm like, I know. I don't know, but I know and and like those are the like you're right dude if you're not and, and then my friend michael so michael's crazy michael's completely crazy here's the deal his adhd is the only adhd that i've ever met that out adhd is my adhd like he's a boy's nuts but his mind works in a way that almost like it like he is he is more of my we're more similar but we butt heads and that argumentative kind of back and forth helps to be, it's constructive for us. You know, he's from New York, so he's argumentative aloud anyway. So you just got to kind of get used to it. But you're so right in surrounding yourself with people, not only that are like-minded, but opposite-minded as well. To, to have the ability as a human in today's society to be able to navigate different people's perspectives and understandings and, and kind of, you know, queries with life is, is super important. Because a lot of us grow up in a in a way and I did as well. I you know, I'm a southern dude. I had very southern southernisms, you know, I was very southern, you know, evangelical, you know, white Baptist guy. So it was hard for me for a long time to understand the rest of the world until I had to go out into the rest of the world and figure it all out. And once you start figuring out the rest of the world, you really can start to kind of weave your way in you're always yourself i'm always alex rubb but being around all these different kinds of people and having these friends you know bailey's from new york ben's from michigan michael's from new york originally then moved to florida and then back here to tennessee being around these people have taught me better ways to deal with people in a better way and so you're 100 correct my friends my circle of people my my little group of humans that i love so very very much are what has helped to build my me into what i am everything that is i am you know alex is a person alex Redfish is the brand the business everything is all driven off the fact that i've learned a lot from all the people around me and i'm always a lifelong learner that's something as an educator i always say to all my kids be lifelong learners and if you can't take an opportunity to learn something from somebody then you've wasted an opportunity with that somebody
1: absolutely <clears throat>
3: Yeah, uh, well, you know, positivity is one of those things. I think you can wake up, you got a choice to make every day. But I think the Internet and social media sucks people into the negative, um, (laughs) you know, black hole, if you will. You can go you can go down, you know, you can go down rabbit holes on such negative content that it starts to rub off on people. And I feel like sometimes that bass fishing as a whole is the same way, especially when you get on social media, because you have, I'd say, I don't know. It, I, it may even be the loud minority. It may not be as many people as I feel like that it is, Mm -hmm. but there's a ton of people on there that want to complain about some of the stuff you guys talked about in your podcast, the live scope and, and the different tournaments and what, these big tournament trails are doing and who cheated who and Mm. who jumped over a dam. And it's Mm. just always, and it's refreshing when you see people that are concentrating on the positive stuff. Mm. Um, I think you do a great job of that. I'm hoping the kayak adventure series coming up that drew and you guys are putting on, mm. it seems like that that is a positive, not that the other things aren't positive. I, I love what Steve O's doing with uh BASS. Mm-hmm. I think AGA does a good job with Hobie. Um, but, you know, it's definitely seems like it's more of a festival atmosphere is kind of what drew yeah. is targeting with that. So I'm happy to see that. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't know how to get, know how do you besides what we do every day and we try to be positive as a you know group and try to rub off on people how do we steer the ship in the right direction um you know and and try to get more people's outlook changed. i mean sometimes you know i'm sitting there looking at stuff and i'm like okay i just got to put this damn phone down (laughs) and that fixes that solves a lot of it actually just putting it down and and I go as far as my kids are older now; they're nineteen, seventeen, fifteen, almost sixteen. But yeah. I tell them they're sitting there looking at the phone. I was like, "That—that's not the real world. What yep. you're looking at is not all this stuff around you is what's happening. But yeah. what's on this phone is not the real world. But—but yeah. but to the majority of people, I think that—that's the world they live in—is yeah. that that five inch screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, and I—I I think you answered you. One of your questions on your own, but it's t- it's two pieces. I think the first piece is how do we write the ship? These conversations. This is how it starts. You know, I, I think that there are so many things in this world that I have seen start to change by a simple conversation, a sit down conversation, and and that's the thing. Do not have discourse. In words in a comment section that is not discourse you cannot read somebody's emotions you will read into the words your own emotions or emotions that they don't mean to have discourse does not happen via words on a screen it happens in person with words out of our mouth and so like i mean i could take the a person who absolutely hates me i can promise you i sit them down at a kitchen table with me over some dinner and by the time we get done, he may still hate me, but he'll at least understand where I'm coming from, and I'll have a better understand where he's coming from, and we'll probably shake hands and go on, or we'll fight out in the front yard. I don't know which one would happen, but you know it is what it is. See, that's a, that's that side of me that 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 side that Bethany would be like, yeah, it would be okay. Uh, but
3: anyway, both of those would be fun to watch. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, they would. You know, they would. You're like, a good hand shaking, yeah. Or do we know to go out in the yard? I don't know. We'll find <laughs> out. I love some UFC, so we'll we'll build a cage right here, right here in the front yard. We'll go at it. But anyway. But no, so I think that's the first thing is just having these conversations, you know, like, let's start the conversation because when the when the ball gets rolling, it only picks up more steam as it goes on. You know what I mean? And like you would be amazed with anything. I mean, you, you guys have seen what so as much as social media can be negative, it can also be positive. We just have to find viral positivity. We found plenty of viral negativity. Let's find viral positivity. And then the second thing is, I think you, you answered your own question is sometimes you just got to put the phone down. Sometimes you've got to realize that some people, as positive as we want to be, there's nothing we can do to fix them. That they are just what they are, and they are going to say wild things. They're going to do wild things because they're hiding behind a keyboard. Don't invest in a bunch of opinions online that don't matter because at the end of the day, they don't matter. You know what I mean? These people are Sticks and stones really hurt me, but I'm, I'm getting do it better. Hearing
1: that, um, that? Um, know. Okay. Just, just a tad, but it's, like, it's like, like
0: I, can't, I even, can't even. I can't, can't talk, talk about anymore. it. Like I'm double, I'm double here. here Sorry. <laughs> Hold, on, Hold on. We're gonna, we're get, gonna it get it fixed. Is that any better? No. No.
3: Where did that go? It just, just all of a sudden
0: started. Yeah, yeah.
1: Huh. All right, well, we're going to pause the recording.
0: Bing, bang, boom, baby pack. Yep, we're working.
3: Hey, there we go. All right. Hey, you
0: hey, the magic touch. That's it. That's it. I love it. I don't know where I was at in my monologue, but I was somewhere. But yeah, I mean, like, oh, don't don't invest in people's, you know, don't invest in people's negative opinions. Don't invest in the comment section. Understand that that screen, like I said, you know, don't engage in the discourse with words. On on a screen, don't just engage with the negativity on a screen. You know, understand that when you look at, and I had this conversation with a buddy of mine the other day. He was like, Man, you know, I know this guy and he's so rich. He's got all this stuff and he's just like living the life that I want to have. I was like, Bro, for all you know, he is up to debt to his nipples. Just because he has things and posts them online does not mean that that's the life that he's living. That is the life that he's portraying to you with a picture. I was like, think of the 24 hours that he has in a day to live and you're seeing one picture as a literal, like a, a capture of time stopped there of the whole 24 hours that he's having. I mean, he could have just gotten a fight with his wife and the debt collector come to his house and said, I need the keys that I'd escalate back. I was like, you don't know. And that being said, to flip that to a positive, because that's a little bit of a negative, flip that to a positive. You have to have empathy for everybody because you never know what anybody's going through. Yeah. So admire. Admire, but don't covet. Understand and be empathetic, and don't judge. You know what I mean? And and like, that's hard, dude. That's a lot harder than said. Easier said than done. We all know that. But that's just like having that kind of mental, like kind of block in your head to make you stop and go. I need to be empathetic here, even if it if it's a. I mean, just a flash. He goes, "Hey, you need to be empathetic here." You go. Okay, let me calm down. All right, like let me look at this at a different perspective. So that's 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 kind of my my perspective on that question, Robert. Yeah, for sure. Awesome.
1: And like like you said, you know, remember uh, to to kind of put a put an analogy to what he was talking about. Like if you if you see a you know if you see a play on ESPN top ten, you know from from a basketball player that you know. They they come up. They have this one move where they 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 cross over a guy and then dunk on the center. And everyone's like, "Oh man, that's the only thing you see." They're like, "Oh man, he's such an awesome player." Yeah. And yeah. then you look at the stat sheet. He played three minutes, and that was his one one basket. Yeah. It's Like, and he that was the first. He only got to play because they were up by twenty. Yeah. You know? Um. So it's yeah. Just remember, like. Social media is a highlight reel, uh, and yep. just like you were saying, stop stop comparing yourself to to what everybody else has going on, yeah. and and look at what's going on in your life right now and enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that you're alive means you have something to enjoy.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I mean, dude, you know one thing perspective that I can give you is. And here's the deal here and I'll give you, i give people a little bit more insight and kind of into my brain and how my brain works. Cause it's a, it's a wild place boys. Um, I, <laughs> it would scare y'all to be in here. Um, the screaming never stops. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so one thing that I experienced throughout my life, I, I got, there's three, there's three major kind of, um, life changing experiences. I'll say that changed my perspective on the world forever. First one is the first time I went to Haiti, which for you guys that don't know where Haiti is, it's a little Caribbean country attached to the Dominican Republic. It's the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. It's where both of my sisters are from. Both of my sisters are adopted from Haiti. The second one is the eight years that I worked at a hospital, part of the code team, and uh, literally bringing people back to life and or not bringing them back to life and experience and all that is that. And then the day my dad got diagnosed with cancer and his cancer journey, those three things shaped me as a person Just do, I mean, it's, it's inevitable. They're going to do that. Um, but to go to the first one, the first time I ever went to Haiti, you know, those people, I, I literally met people who were so poor. Let's put it this way. These people live in a way that I met a little boy who peed his pants out of fear because he did not know what steps were. So take like five seconds to really comprehend what, what I just said. He was so scared of steps that he peed his pants. Can you imagine never seeing steps in your life because you live that sort of impoverished life? My sister, when she came home for the first time, set so when she got out in the garage, she said, Oh, this is beautiful. She didn't understand that the garage was not just our whole home. She went in and sat down and rubbed the carpet with her hands for hours because she had never felt carpet before. So those people though, those 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 Haitian people, as poor as they were, as having nothing like they did, these people had no food. They did not have clean water, they had worms from just eating nasty things and and having to do that were some of the happiest people that you would ever meet in your whole entire life because literally what you said Cam they literally just got up they literally were alive and to be alive was to be happy because it's all they had you know what I mean and and like I was lucky and and not so many people and I call it luck I, I am lucky to have experienced the things that I have straight up i find it I find great joy in the fact that I've gone through and seen horrendous things I've seen people starving to death. I've seen kids with worms so bad that they're literally boring out of their face i've I've watched people die underneath me as I'm trying to bring them back to life. I saw my dad battle cancer for two years and I saw it taken but i find it I find a lot of of I, I hate to say the word joy it's not even joy it's just i find, I find myself lucky to have experienced that because that is what's made me who that I am. It gives me the perspective that I need to be able to have these conversations with guys like you and have hard conversations with people to help them to get through whatever they're going through. I mean, because what I've experienced isn't what some dude from war has experienced where he had to kill somebody. But we can find a common ground in that. Sort of trauma you know what I mean And we can work through things and I can help People keep from diving off Into the deep dark abyss that is Our mind that it is the darkness That is the world because in all of those Horrible things I saw there was positivities And everything I never would Have got a sister If if we never went to Haiti and got to see that, I would never, you know, been able to help people the way that I did working at the hospital, gave me a set of skills that I'll never be able to get rid of. Dude. If one, if somebody falls dead in front of me, I know exactly what to do. I know how to go to work. I can help try to bring that person back. And then the whole entire struggle that my dad went through the joy, the joy and kind of the luckiness that I find in that is that my dad's mom died about the same age, that, or he lost his mom about the same age that I lost him and he lived with that sadness his whole entire life. and I find it I find it I guess almost I, I find some a sense of of honor in being able to take on that sadness that he lived with his own entire life. And now I take on that sadness because that sadness and that darkness made him into the man that he was and made him into the father that he was for me. And I know the same thing will happen one of these days when I have a kid and that I'll be able to take that and know that pain and know that there's positive in that pain. And the positivity is that I need to be the best father that I can be for the time that I have on earth with, with my future child that I don't know yet. And that's, that's that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I can give you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like I say it with a smile on my face, and I and I and I try to tell people this. I really, really mean this crap. I'm not just saying it just to hear myself talk. Like I am. You, you guys kind of know me. I'm Alex Rudd all the time. I don't mince words. I don't change nothing that I got going <laughs> on. Like I'm just me, and this is as real as it gets with me right now.
1: Absolutely, and you know to kind of tie it in, you know with with faith to kind of, to wrap up the positivity conversation. Um, You know, the, the main thing that, that Christians have that a lot of other people don't have is exactly what is in the biblical definition of faith. And that's the assurance of things hoped for
0: Mm.
1: hope. Uh, Hope is a huge, huge part of positivity. You know, whenever you, um, whenever you can, um, say, you know, I, I can, I can make it through this because I know what's coming on the other side Yep. and that, that hope that, that there is, there is a better future. There is, there is a God and there is, there is love and that right there, you know, that's, that's how you can find positivity. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you look for it you surround yourself with positive people. You, uh, you don't get too caught up into the social media and you try to use it as, as a, as a tool, uh, for conversation instead. And, um, you know, if you can find it, it's out of print, but if you can find it a fantastic book on what Alex was talking about is, uh, you can't text a tough conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it's it's such a good book, and I, I don't understand how it went out of print so quickly, um, but uh, you know eighty five percent of your of your um, of like the value of what you say is conveyed by your tone of voice, mm. another fifteen percent by your body language, and I may have those two or and another ten percent by body language, and I may have those two backwards, but five uh, percent of what you say. Is is delivered in in the words that you
0: use, and you that's know, why you always got to flex on them when you when you're saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I mean you're so and you're so right. Like to tie it back in, you know, something that there's two things that really stand out. The first one is it says, you know, it says in the Bible, "Blessed are those who mourn, because they'll be comforted." And and Jesus mourned. Shortest you know shortest verse in the Bible is in Jesus wept. And the thing is, is that how wild is it that the savior of the world and God himself in flesh cried because Lazarus was dead? It's weird. You know, when you really think about like why, like he knew he was going to bring him back. Like he knew that he was going to bring him back to life and he knew the comfort of what was coming. Like he knew that it was all going to be okay, but he still wept. And why is that? Because mourning in in that process of mourning is just a very human thing it shows the it shows the humanity of our god you know what i mean it shows that he is empathetic to our human existence and to the to the to the you know what it means to be a human and like that that in my that in in itself is has been very it's been something i've kind of like hung hung my 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 hat on and hung my faith on really You know, like, cause it's just an interesting process to think about Jesus crying for somebody that he knew he was going to bring back to life. But then you think, man, that just shows that God understands where I'm at. How I feel, and even though I know what is to come, I know Dad's in heaven. He's dude, he's partying right now. Like he's having so much more fun than we could ever imagine. My dad was so jacked up to see, Archangel Archangel Michael. I mean, he like he talked about it. Like he was so jacked to see him. Like he was jacked to see heaven. You know what I mean? He was he was ready to be there. He told me he was ready to go, and I was ready for him to go. But even though I know that comfort's there, and I know that there's a hope, it's still it's still gives me hope that jesus himself mourned knowing the good that was coming even though because he knew the human experience of what it meant to mourn and to feel that and to go through that process and that gives me hope because when i pray i'm like jesus you know where i'm at i know you're god you know where i'm at but you really know where i'm at because you did this thing you did this whole life thing and so it's cool man that's 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 some cool stuff right there like that's big stuff absolutely for me. you know what i mean
1: Absolutely. well if you've got time we've got a brand new set of what's your favorite questions um so we that's can uh, all right well let's so take excited. care of that right after this mr b lure company is making high quality handcrafted lures and has been for 30 years right here in the us using all metal components owner and gamakatsu hooks and silicone or frog hair skirts, Mr. B is pumping out some awesome spinner baits, jigs, buzz baits, underspins, and more, including some of the most unique bladed jigs on the market. To fill up your tackle box, go to mrblurecompany.com. That's mrblurecompany.com and use promo code faithinfishinpod1x10 at checkout to save 10% on your first order. That's faith. The letter N. Fish. The letter N. P O D. So faith and fish and pod, just like our Instagram handle, one X one zero. If finesse fishing is your comfort zone, something you want to learn better this year, or just something you like to tie on as a hail mary pass, Jade's Jigs has everything you need and more, and it's all eco friendly and lead free. With an awesome selection of baits and colors, they've got a variety of techniques covered for you. Finesse Jigs, Underspins, Nico weights, Ned rigs, and more are all waiting for you at jadesjigs.com. And while you're there, use promo code FNF10 for 10% off your purchase. That's jadesjigs.com and promo code FNF10 for 10% off. All right. So first on the, the new set of what's your favorite questions, your favorite character from the Bible. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> is that? Yeah, I mean, two in uh, a row. That's, that's two in a, a
3: row. I don't a, think we didn't have anybody say Jesus for uh, what? How long has it been?
1: And uh, then, Yeah. For quite a, a
0: while. I mean, yeah. he's the ultimate character. I mean, the whole thing's go. about him anyway. Uh, but if I wasn't going to say Jesus, I'd probably say uh, probably Mo. No, David. King David. I mean, like he murdered some dude for because he wanted to have sex with the guy's wife, and then God goes, "You're a man after my own heart." I still don't understand that myself, but it gives me hope that I'm doing all right. So there you go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what about your uh, favorite Bible translation?
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, dude, I it's, uh, dude, that's hard because I am. I literally have four four different Bibles, and I use them all. Like I am Mister like weave in and out. I'll tell you one that I don't have that may become my favorite is a blue letter Bible. Have you ever heard of that so a blue letter so a blue letter bible it 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 is a like a cross it's like it's a cross referencing Bible where you can look at what the words mean in Hebrew so it has English Hebrew, and then what those words mean in Hebrew, which is fascinating to me. I want to get one of those, but right now I'm kind of rocking in the uh it's the I think it's the American new no it's new. I don't know what it's called, to be honest with you guys. I'd have to like, it's like the New American Standard Translation or something like that. New American Standard. I like that one. It's kind of, it's wordy, but it's very accurate from what my understanding is. Yeah.
1: For sure. All right. So, your favorite book of the Bible?
0: Oh, man. Job. That's that's, that's, that's a good. good one. That's a good one. I mean, at the very end, when it says the Lord gives and takes away, blessed be the name of the Lord it boys that's that's gonna yeah. be life so get used to it <laughs> that's it what about favorite time of the day to fish oh hmm. that's a good question all the day all the time 24 <laughs> 7 uh, 365 um it, 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 i'm gonna go morning like early morning like daylight like right at daylight sun's coming up like everything kind of comes to life that's that's Yeah. A lot of good times have been spent then.
1: All right. Your favorite lure color?
0: Orange. Blaze orange. Methylate orange. Like the orangest thing that you could possibly get. It doesn't work all the time, but when it works, it works really, really good.
3: Favorite pizza topping?
0: Oh, man. These are good ones. I like these. Favorite pizza topping. Uh, Can it be like a combo? And like, combines cool. a bunch of things. All right. Yeah. So, there's a place near here called South Coast Pizza that's got some really, really good pizza. And they've got a Korean barbecue pizza. And it is hmm. – it, it's like Korean beef with, like, a hot Korean sauce and onions. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Right out the park, son. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds good. All right. And uh, so – uh, I've, I told I told Matt Ball this too. So, the the food ones, uh, so like pizza topping, fishing snack, fish to eat, yeah. th- those are the only ones of the of the what's your favorite questions that that I'm going to judge you for. So, okay. um,
0: <laughs> so pineapples and anchovies probably wouldn't have been a good a good answer for the favorite topping.
1: Pineapple was my favorite pizza topping. So,
0: That's nasty. <laughs> I'm going to judge you. You're nasty. All right, go on to the next. one. <laughs>
1: All right, your favorite TV show of all time?
0: Of all time, Band of Brothers. God, oh, it's so good. Have you yeah, seen the? New, they've got a preview for it's the sequel to Band of Brothers, and it's about the aviators who flew all the Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. I, I haven't yeah. seen that. Yeah, Band of Brothers though. Yeah, solid is pick. Good. Solid yeah, pick. good.
1: All right, man. Well, we're gonna start wrapping things up. You've already let uh, you've already let us know what's coming up for next year to the best of your ability right now. Yeah. But what's coming up next?
0: Uh, so like next, as in like what's like within the next couple weeks, or next is like just everything that's coming up
1: however you want to take that question. So this episode is going to be coming out the day before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um,
0: Eat too much for me. Oh, that's my favorite holiday. One of my favorite holidays. Um, So what's coming up next? I'm going to go to bed. It's going to be great. No, um, (laughs) uh, I got some, I got some pretty cool videos coming out. I got one video coming out at the end of November. So it'll be out by the time you guys listen to this here podcast. Um, It'll be, I'm going out with forward-facing sonar for the first time with the sole intent of actually fishing with forward-facing sonar. So I've not had it on my boat until August of this year, and I've not gone out on a trip with it to solely fish with it and try to figure it out. And I think it's going to be a really cool video because it's going to answer a lot of questions about, is it a tool that just like catches fish or does it not? And you got to watch the video to find out. And, And I think that I made it in a very informative and fun way. So I got that coming out. And then other than that, man, I'm just like, I'm out here. I literally have like enough videos to get me through November. I got to go catch some fish. I got to figure some stuff out. Like, you know, it's just, it's been a rough month so far as far as catching fish. And so I just got to get out there and wade into the mystery and see what happens. But we got some cool stuff with that. And then another big thing is my punt working with pump foundation. So if you guys don't know what pump foundation is, it's a, um, a pediatric cancer organization that I work with. That was kind of my dad's wish is uh, when he passed away, he wanted no flowers given. He wanted all the money to be given to Pump Foundation, and he actually helped me and my cousin Lee to bring a, an extension of Pump Foundation. So they originate out of Buffalo, New York, um, and my cousin got hooked up with them because he was a Buffalo Bill and they worked with the bills to raise money there. So we extended a chapter into Knoxville, and now we're helping Knoxville kids that are battling pediatric cancer. And so what Punt does, it's really, really cool, is they don't, fund research because there's a lot of money going to research they help families and so like if a family needs a gas card a hotel voucher a food voucher their air conditioner goes out on their house pump foundation helps them to cover those sorts of like you know extra medical cost that we don't think about that a lot of people can't cover because their kids battling cancer one or more parent has to quit their job to be able to take them to chemo and to all the therapies they've got to go to and so they start to acquire a lot of extra medical stuff so punt foundation helps to do that and we've got some awesome stuff coming up that i'll be announcing on all my social media stuff great ways to raise money and to just have a giving opportunity to help kids that are going to be battling cancer for the foreseeable future so that's what i've got going on that's what i'm excited about and yeah happy thanksgiving everybody go eat too much it's my favorite literally one of my favorite holidays because it's just about eating and i like eating so
1: (laughs) absolutely and did you want to uh shout out any sponsor supporters anybody you want to say thank you to
0: yeah no my wife first and foremost because if it wasn't for her this whole thing would just burned to the ground and i'd be a heap and pile of just mess and we actually <laughs> we sat down the other day and looked at 24 and 24 is going to be f- a fun ride to say the least and if it wasn't for her helping me do the whole business side of things and keep all that going in the right direction i, I wouldn't be able to do anything obviously my mom Um, she's been going through a lot just as much as I have lately. And she has been as strong as any woman can be, you know, and she, she's a tough cracker, uh, meaner than I am. So just imagine that. Um, but she, she's tough. So I want to thank her. And then everybody that supports Alex Red Fishing, you know, pure fishing as a brand set, you know, that's Abu Garcia, Fenwick, uh, Berkeley Plano, all those people. It's an amazing company. I love them. X two power batteries. Those are my two biggest supporters. You know, they really help to keep this thing rolling in the right direction. Um, and then, you know, Do It molds and all, and everybody else that that I work with. It's 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 an awesome group of people, and they they help to keep this thing going forward. And you know, like Humen, Burnham, and Cota as well. I mean, it's just. I am blessed, like you said, surround yourself with good people, and that's what I feel like I've done in the industry is I've tried to build as much respect as possible, and I've surrounded myself with good people. And if if their name is listed in the description of my videos or I use their products in my videos, I can promise you they're good humans trying to get, do good stuff, and so go support them.
1: Absolutely. And I don't know if, if uh, y'all have gotten a chance to listen to Andrew's kind of uh, – Breakdown with uh, the guy from Fenwick on Tackle Talk podcast, but uh, those new rods that they have coming out, uh, they sound like sound like something that is uh, definitely going to be worth checking out. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of work seem to have gone into those. So.
0: Dude, they're so good. I've been playing yeah. with the world-class and the elite series, and dude, they're just they're out of this world. Like they're phenomenal, phenomenal rods. So you need to check them out. I, I was really impressed with what Fenwick did there, and they're the they're, they're the coolest thing is the whole family of actions. The way that you can go from the Eagle series all the way up to the World Class, the same length, same action. You get the same length, the same action, everything out of it. You just to get to go up in higher components and just higher quality material. You know, not to say the Eagles bad or the fin, the World Class is better. It's just we're putting it at a price point and a material set that helps you to get you at that price point. So if you want ninety nine to four hundred and ninety nine, we've got you covered all the way through, which is just it's cool, man.
1: For sure. Well, Alex, man, thank you so much for coming back on the show. This has been an awesome conversation and I am I am looking forward to to getting this one out there. Um but yeah, man, thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. Thank y'all. Y'all you guys are awesome. We've got a great show, and I'm glad to be here. Thanks, man. All right.
2: Get Outdoors, Pedal and Paddle is one of the largest canoe, kayak, and cycling retailers in the Southeast with a huge selection of kayaks, canoes, bikes, and all the accessories needed to experience paddling and cycling comfortably and safely. Get Outdoors helps to expand and educate the paddling community through their free demos held on local lakes in the Greensboro, North Carolina area, and through in-store clinics and on-the-water courses and demos, and we'll even get your new boat rigged up for kayak fishing for you. Stop by the shop in Greensboro, North Carolina, or check out shopgetoutdoors.com to be wowed by their selection.
1: few things ruin your day on the water as bad as losing gear, but with the retrieval devices for fishing rods, action cams, bow fishing bows, and more from Save Your Outdoors, you don't have to let dropping your stuff ruin your day because you can get it back. The pressure sensitive filter keeps water from rain and quick dips in the water out, but it lets water in when your gear goes overboard to release a float attached to your gear by 60 feet of line so you can get it back. Go to saveyouroutdoors.com to learn more and try some for yourself. And use promo code FNFP15 to save 15% on your order. That's S-A-V-U-R Outdoors and promo code FNFP15. Alright man, what a great episode. Um, that, uh, I mean, faith stories, fishing memories, positivity, that's what we're about. And it's a... Uh, I think that was a good good way to end the season, man. I agree. Yeah, that was an awesome episode. Good
3: way to wrap up uh, 2023 and uh, looking forward to
1: 2024 already. Heck yeah, man. Um, uh, another huge thank you to Alex for coming back on the show um, and talking positivity with us. I'll have his links in the show notes. Um, and another huge thank you to all of you for listening, whether this is your first episode or whether you've heard every single episode. Um, it means so much to us that you that you're listening. And uh, we are super thankful um, that you are a part of this. Uh, we are excited to see what uh, what God does with it next year. And, um, you know, we're going to be, uh, doing some work in the off season to try and get things, uh, get things ready to, uh, to, to put out an awesome podcast for you starting sometime in January, this, this, this next year, hopefully we won't, we don't, uh, we don't push it back too far this time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, let's, uh, let's, let's close it out in prayer, man. God, thank you so much for this podcast. Uh, thank you for everyone who's listening, everyone who's been a guest, everybody who has helped out in any way. Uh, thank you for all the supporters and sponsors that, that help out this show. Um, thank you for, um, for alex and what he means to so many people in this fishing industry and outside of it and i pray that you continue to bless uh bless alex red fishing uh continue to bless alex rudd and just uh continue to um to power him through the morning process that he's going through um god we we are thankful for um for the listener right now, wherever they're listening, what, no matter how far into the future they're listening to this, pray that you uh, you meet them where they are, and and pray that they get something out of this episode, and um and maybe uh, maybe can take some positivity with them, and uh, pray that you continue to help us. Um, Robert and I be lights of of positivity in the fishing industry. Uh, help us be leaders that steer the ship towards positivity and away from all the negativity that 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 is uh just full uh full in this in this industry and help us to shine a light on all of the positivity that we see and help us to uh continue sharing the positive stories and the faith stories and fishing memories that, that uh, people want to share. God, we love you. And as always, we ask that you put on a show in, um, in and through everyone who is listening and everyone who's been a part of this show. God, we love you, and it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this season. Y'all take care, and God bless. Thank you thank you for listening to the faith and fishing podcast faith and fishing is produced and hosted by cam Steele and robert randolph and is sponsored by savior outdoors jay's jigs get outdoors pedal and paddle mr b lure company atollus and omnia fishing don't forget to join the facebook community follow us on instagram and subscribe rate and review us on whatever app you're listening on that's going to do it for this episode y'all take care and god bless